Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It's a different. It was a different time. Uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's. Uh, it's time for the entertainment show. Let's get the hell out of here. Today has been a nightmare, but we're all back up and running. I hate when things shut down. It just screws you up. I constantly worry the next button I'm going to touch is going to. It's the nukes. I get. Dude riding a nuclear weapon hanging out of a plane now. Like, everything's going to blow up. Don't look at it, Marion. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. and That dude just lassoing the nuclear bomb in the end of the strange love. <laughs> it all feels, Whitman? yeah, it just all or, feels crazy. Not Slim Whitman, no. Slim, that's the yodeling. That's the yodeling yeah. guy, Slim Pickens. <laughs> uh, it's 10.01. It's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Went out there yesterday uh, and learned a whole bunch of cool stuff. Uh, we did a bunch of ground uh, stuff, and I'm, I'm I'm very sad because in a week or so, when I get my arm chopped off, I'm not going to be able to do this for a few weeks. And I just realized how important uh, this is to me because I have so much fun doing it, and I really enjoy it. And also, um, I had to say thanks to those guys because my last shoulder surgery, they helped me through it in ways that I don't think physical therapy could. I, the core physical therapy is amazing stuff, but you do feel like that your day-to-day stuff kind of goes away, and... Uh, Jay and the gang came up with a plan for me with one arm to defend. And it was almost like, a, oh, you've only got one arm? Well, there are people out there with only one useful arm. Let's see how they would defend themselves. Because people with injuries are targets for bad guys. And they started a whole new kind of form of self-defense when you have an injury. Because when my arm was in, when I, so I'm looking forward to that. So I got three or four weeks until I, we strap a belt around my bad arm and plaster it up against my side and make sure I don't use it. And I can fight off a bad dude. With uh, one arm. And we came, they came up with some brilliant stuff. These people are in it for you. That's basically what I'm saying. Whatever your current situation is, you can make excuse after excuse about how you're not in shape or whatever and you can't. Do. No, it doesn't matter. You're in the shape you're in every single day walking around in the streets. So you better figure out how that works for you. You don't need to be in great shape to get into an eight-second ground fight. It could happen to you anywhere. So crawl, walk, run. Whatever shape you're in right now, they'll make sure that that works for you. It's an amazing process. A bunch of really smart, fun, engaging, awesome people. Uh, the Ackermans and Tony Sprague and all the gang up there and Michael, uh, they teach everything. And it's, a, it's just a good environment to be in. I tell you that because a lot of you need it. So get on up there, reactdefense.com. Learn to become better at being you in the current shape you're in. That's the best way to be. Uh, it's perfect. You don't have to wait four months to be in good shape to defend yourself. you got to do it right now. Reactdefense.com. Phoenix, Chandler. And, of course, Glendale, uh, the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Jude Law plays Henry VIII in the new uh, historical thriller, Firebrand. He decided to really embrace the role, and he wanted to smell just like Henry VIII. How long did he not bathe? He smelled awful, according to... The other castmates. 
history and all the documents written about oh, the times because he had law. Uh, <laughs> Henry VIII had leg ulcers. So basically that smell of blood, sweat, and fecal. Ew. Jude Law said that that would be my next band if I... I blood, sweat, and fecal is pretty yeah. awesome. So he didn't wipe his ass properly. So he found a perfume specialist who made a concoction uh. that mixed the odors of blood, sweat, and fecal matter. <laughs> What specialist is that? And that's your one client. And how long you've been waiting for your door to open? Uh, a client? Blood, sweat, and fecal. Can I help you? <laughs> yes, I need blood, sweat, and fecal. Well, I'm your man. We're playing with vomitory. <laughs> <later tonight. laughs> yeah. He blood, said he read. Fecal. <laughs> that's that, that. We could replace skulls with different shapes of poo. Just giant. <laughs> just gi- huge, giant. <laughs> just on your All album right. cover. Toilets and chocolate. He'd at least have my interest. Yeah. He said he read several interesting accounts that you could smell Henry three rooms away. His leg was rotting so badly. And he hit it with rose oil. Drew Carey is uh, buying dinner or lunch for the striking riders. You can go to two restaurants in L.A. I think they're doing better now that they're striking. They're getting concerts from Weezer and food delivered by Foo Fighters. Bob's Big Boy in Burbank. And the oh, Swingers man. Diner in Los Angeles. You got a Writer's Guild card, Brady? <laughs> That's all you have to flash. WGA card. I went to a pitch party once in uh, Los Angeles. I wanted to be a writer. After radio dismissed me back when I was like 25 and I hated it because Brady worked there. I was 27. I hated it. 72 bosses. Nobody knew what they were doing. It taught me everything I've ever wanted to never be in radio, which is a, a consultant's radio show. I hated it. Got fired, and I started to do this writing thing. So this guy tells me, you need to go to this pitch party in Burbank. It's going to be awesome. And you just write three samples, like two TV shows that already exist. Give them 10 minutes of that, and then come up with an original idea. What the pitch party was, and what I found out later, was a bunch of crooked piles of garbage that sit down with you and read your idea. Steal it. And all they have to do is change 10% of it, and it's their idea. And I didn't know that. And I wrote this thing called Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> and they, t- I, I got robbed. Yeah, this Dude, guy named Isaac took my pitch. Yeah, I gave a good pitch to this New Zealander, and he seemed very. That was a, but pitch parties are also, dangerous. Also, what we yeah. do in the shadows, totally. Yeah. Oh idea. yeah, I had one called "What We Do in the Thing That the Sun Makes," <laughs> <laughs> and they just called it something else. I feel like an idiot. Woody Allen saved someone's life in a diner in Manhattan. Was it a child? <laughs> I'm liquor or, or wait, maneuver. He got up. 87-year-old Woody got up and How saved his friend. How small was this person? Had to have been tiny, but well, ate a, a piece child. of pork. Yeah. Woody no. snapped into action. <laughs> I have a feeling Woody was <laughs> a kid in public. Don't worry. It's just a Heimlich maneuver. He, he's choking. He's choking on your <laughs> man. Get it out of there. <laughs> At the table was his wife, Soon Yi. Oh, yeah. And Alan Dershowitz. Dershowitz. No. Yeah, close. Dershowitz. There we go. Close enough. W's yeah. or V's. Yeah. Try again. Dershowitz. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Dershowitz. <laughs> he hates the Jews. I, I've, I know the guy. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. It takes you eight times good, to say a name friend. of a guy. You know, Is he a mermaid, too? <laughs> He's a mermaid. This child is in desperate need of someone behind him thrusting heavily. Woody. No, I think he's choking. I'm fine. Make him stop. That's what chokers would say. <laughs> That's exactly what a, That's exactly choker, what would a would choker would say. Let me just here. Let me try to. I'll dig it out of his throat with this. 
Woody, get your out of that kid's mouth. Oh, Sunyi, I need your help here. Eiffel Tower, the boy, he's dying. Celebrity death. Ray Stevenson. Actor's been in a ton of stuff. No, Ray Stevens. Had, uh, that's what I was spiders thinking. and snakes guy, yeah, right? That's what I was thinking. I don't like spiders and snakes. Should have brought Jimmy in for that one. But that that's ain't what it takes to love me. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hear that song. <laughs> 58 years old. They haven't released the reason why. We know why he died, Brady. I know you don't like heart. to talk about it. We know 57-year-old guys. With high blood pressure, don't like to talk about 58-year-olds that die unexpectedly. But we all know what happened. His heart blew up. Unless he was on the cocaine. And even still, his heart blew up. Last little thing is the American Film Institute made a list of the 100 greatest movie quotes of all time. I'll be back. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's number one. That is number one. Yep. Uh, There's no place like home. The top ten. Um... No, that gave. That's not on there. We're not in Kansas anymore. Not that. We're not in Kansas yeah. anymore. Is number four. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> That's Brett's. The... Brett's AFI. Yeah, mine's is a little just, different. Brett's AFI is just because it ends in a vowel. <laughs> right, right. Your guys, uh, what? Brett. May the force be with you. It's in the nah. top ten. Top what? ten. That it's should be number two. eight. All right. Red Red list. List. Yeah, we got to do okay, it. Okay, number ten. Adrian, yo, Adrian, I did it. You talking to me? Uh, okay. All right. Taxi driver. That's pretty good. Number nine, fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night bet, from bet, All About Eve. Yeah, mm-hmm. Betty Davis. That one. Yeah. Yeah, May the force one. be with you, number eight. Number seven, all right, Mr. DeMille. I'm, I'm ready, ready for, for my, my close-up. Yep. It's Joan Crawford. Uh, number six, go ahead. Make my day. Uh, oh, yeah. Solid. Number five, here's looking at you, kid. Casablanca. Uh, Toto. We're not in Kansas anymore. Number four, number three. You don't understand. I could be. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. Oh, uh, the waterfront. Rando. Yep. Number one. I'm. I'm going to get gonna you. Make sucker. him an offer. He can't refuse. <laughs> I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> you I'm, must be one of them Crenshaw Mafia mothers. That, that in there anywhere? That was, <laughs> give me the mother gun, Trey. It's the number one quote in movie history. I'm going to make him an offer. He can't refuse. Well, I, I would like go. if AFI just threw a curveball at us, and the number, number one was that? Was, uh, that was number two. Oh, okay. Yeah, the number one one was when he goes, "Come on, Brandy, give me them skins." <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to bang Brandy on the Trey, porch. This is your mother. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so you gonna give me them skins or what? <laughs> Trey, this is your mother. <laughs> Who this? <laughs> oh, I gotta watch it again. Who this? How come the number one one is like Morgan Freeman saying the? Uh, Andy Dufresne crawled through 400 yards of the phallus fields and come out smelling like a rose. Could That's be like in the top quote. 100. It has to be. I want to see that list now. That's got to be great. Call It from No Country for Old uh, Men. Yeah, oh, I love that movie. So good. Should look at Quarter. Or your, yeah. Is it a quarter? No, it wasn't. Yeah, right. we had the quarter for the old man. For the old man, that's right. Call It. I don't know what I'm betting on. Call It. I don't know what I'm putting up. You've been putting it up your whole life. Now call it. Oh, I want to go watch that and Shawshank and uh, oh, we should go with tonight's Blazing Saddles. We can do tonight, which I heard tickets are pretty, d- yeah. but also tomorrow at one p.m. If nobody's got anything going after the show, we can go tomorrow. 1 okay, PM? all right, and we'll discuss. Okay, we'll discuss and we'll make it.
Good thinking. Blazing Saddles. And I won't a, fall asleep. Up. Yes, you will. At all in the daytime <laughs> one, you're out now. Yeah. Please. Let's just go and fan duel over under Brady's how fast he goes to sleep. Will it be before or after the fart and bean scene? <laughs> That'll no, wake him. No, Trust no. me. The fart and bean scene will wake him. Are you taking Kirby with? He's got to see Blazing Saddles. You got to get Kirby to Blazing Saddles. All right. That. You would take Kirby with. She can go. Yeah. And then she'll wander around the house going, Danny, Danny, the new sheriff is a... Stop it! <laughs> should have never took her. Uh, we're done. That's enough of us. Uh, with a half hour off in the middle of the show this morning. It was great. Uh, on air, for now, Larry McFeely will join you uh, in case the place blows up for a second time today. Uh, but hopefully we've got it all straightened out. Uh, that's it. We're done. And uh, Toledo will be calling somebody and uh, qualifying them for the Man Cave upgrade today from our friends at Modelo Especial and my buddy Meathead at Prestige Billiards. Uh, everybody out there helping us out, we appreciate you very much. So thanks for the Man Cave upgrade. That's it. Larry's next. Have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.